Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم كل نفس ذائقة الموت وإنما توفون أجوركم يوم القيامة فمن زحزح عن النار وأدخل الجنة فقد فاز وما الحياة الدنيا إلا متاع الغرور صدق الله لذين This ayah from Surah Al-Imran and similar ayat actually this ayah about Kullu nafsin maut, that every soul will taste death is repeated three times in the Quran. And uh, the topic of today's khutbah is in regards to death and what we should learn from the death that we see all the time around us, it comes up and remind us in different fashions sometimes the people we don't know we hear about them they die sometimes we hear about the people who die which are very close to us could be our parents could be our children could be our brothers and sisters or other relatives and uh, in last five days or so there are my own three of my relatives passed away and the two of them were brothers to each other, actually. Just to be clear, because uh, of the time we are living in, none of them died because of pandemic that we are hearing about. So this reminds us of our own ending, at least in this dunya. And as a Muslim, we understand that we are accountable for whatever we do in this dunya in the, on the Day of Judgment. And that life after this death, this death Allah will give us, that is the life of eternity. So the ayah that I recited, Allah Azzawajal is saying that Kullu nafsin maut, every soul will taste death. And only on the day of resurrection, day of judgment, day of qiyamah, shall you be paid your wages in full. Meaning whatever you have done in this dunya, you will be paid for it. And whosoever, whosoever was able to remove away from the fire, from the hellfire. And entered into the Jannah, he is for sure, is the one who is successful and uh, uh, victorious. And the life of this world is only the enjoyment of deception, a deceiving thing. And that's what 
the life is about, unfortunately. And many people, we tend to forget about our own ending. And sometimes we even talk like this, that this idea of death is in the back of my mind. And Allah Azza wa Jal continuously reminding us about the death. So it stays in front of our eyes, in front of our, all the actions that we are doing instead of thinking this is something to put in the back burner and that we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it when we get older. And I really want to all of us to think about this concept of that we want to think about it when we get older about the death. Ask any 10 year old, and I'm talking about starting from my own experiences. When you are young, you're a child, you think of, if you're 10 years old, you think of a person who's the age of 20, he is a very old person. You reach the age of 20 and you start thinking, 30 is old, 20 is not old. You reach the 30s and you say, no, no, 30s is not old. The people who are in 40s, they're old people. The ones who reach 40s, they think of 50 years old are old. The ones who are in 50s, they think 60 years old. And 60 year old think, no, 70, 80, 90 years are old. I am still young. This is a deception of this dunya. This is a deception of life. And this life is enjoyment of deception. As mother of the Mufassireen referred to Mata'ul Ghurur, the deception of life, or what the life worth is as the cloth of women use to stop the dirty blood that comes out. <coughs> and then she just throws it away. That piece of cloth, which is not even clean, is equivalent to the life in this dunya. That's what the life is about. Compared to the akhirah, that's what the life is. And unfortunately, we get so much involved in the dunya, we forget about that we are accountable in front of Allah Azza wa on the Day of Judgment about whatsoever we are doing. When we went to those burials, two of the burials I went to last week, Alhamdulillah, we, are, we remind our deceased even about the questions we will be asked in the grave. And we want to prepare ourselves as well. Because after we die, we are accountable in front of Allah Azza wa and it will start from the grave. Like we quote the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that when we die and we are buried, the malaika will come and ask him, Man Rabbuka, who's your Rabb? Madinuka, what's your, what's your deen? And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will be shown to him and ask him, Do you recognize this person? Or who's your Rasul? This is, these are the questions, the basic questions that will be asked. And we repeat these questions and ask Allah Azza wa Jal on the grave when we're burying our deceased. Allah, make them firm answering these questions. So they are able to give the answers to these questions. They can hear us when they are being buried. Now the question comes in. Can we really answer this question in front of Allah Azza wa Jal when we die? Can we really answer who was our Rabb? Can we answer? 
for our action, can they translate this answer in front of those malaika? We know on the day of judgment, Allah Azza wa will give the tongue to our limb. Our body parts will be speaking up. How? We don't know. And that's not the discussion. What means by that is, we will be accountable for our actions that we have done. And they will start speaking. Not necessarily the tongue will be speaking and try to manipulate a lie. And we know on the day of judgment, we will not be able to lie. Because we will be in front of Allah Azza wa So can we really say, when we die, who was our Rabb? Who's our Rabb? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, اِتَّخُذُوا وَحْبَارَهُمْ وَرُحْبَانَهُمْ مَرْبَابًا مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ Those rabbis and monks, they took their, 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 their uh, the, uh, the people, they took their rabbis and monks as their arbab, as their rabb. And we know the hadith behind it, the explanation of this ayah, where Allah Azza wa Jal referred, uh, Rasulullah referred, the explanation of this ayah is when you take your ulama, whatever they say is halal is halal, whatever they say is haram is haram, then you are making them as your arbab, as your rabb, as your lord. So if we get up and we start saying because alim said the riba is halal, hence I am going and doing the riba transactions. We will not be, we will not be let, let alone by Allah Azza wa Jal. This is not enough of an excuse. If an alim gets up and teaches secularism to the ummah, and we say, oh, because Fula alim said so, that's why I believe in secularism, meaning my, my deen, deen of Islam, has nothing to do with my life affairs. I only talk about Islam when I get into the masjid. I'm talking about Islam when it's my personal thing. Islam is something individual. Don't talk to me about Islam which is more than individual. That Islam will not be acceptable in front of Allah Azza wa Jal. In that case, we are making our scholars as our arbab, as our lords. Whatsoever kind of a thing which Allah Azza wa Jal has expected from us and we try to hide behind the big distache of alim or his uh, big uh, turban on his head, we will not be able to hide in front of Allah Azza wa Jal. All of us are accountable in front of Allah Azza wa Kullu nafsin da'iqatul maut. Every one of us is dead. وَإِنَّمَا تُوَفَّوْنَ أُجُورَكُمْ يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ And on the day of judgment, we will be paid full. We all will be paid full by Allah Azza wa Jal. We better be ready to answer Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We better be ready in the grave to answer the malaika, Man Rabbuka, who's your Rabb? Can we really say who's our Rabb, who's our Lord, when we are making all other, the creation of Allah Azza wa Jal as our Rabb? Just because we continue to say, my, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, there's nobody worthy of worship, worthy of worship Allah Azza wa Jal. But when it comes to the action, it dis- disagrees with what we are saying. Is that sufficient? This is why we have to understand, on the day of judgment, when our body parts will be given the tongue, will be speaking on behalf of our actions, whatever we have done in this dunya, 
That's what we have to worry about. Can we really say our Rabb was Allah Azza wa Jal when we die? That's the question that we should ask when we think about death. Can we really say that we follow Rasulullah as the messenger? When it comes to our actions, they disagree with what Rasulullah came with. Can we say our way of life, our deen was Islam? While when it comes to the life, we are doing what secularism teaches us. The way of life which is contradictory to Islam. Or we come up and say, when it comes to the laws, the law of the land is supreme. Allah's law is on the side. Because some shaykh told me that. Or my sharia comes from the law of the land. As if the lands produce laws. We harvest laws from the, from the field. Why can't we simply say we are talking about the man-made laws compared to laws of Allah Azza wa Jal? That's what we are saying. When we are saying we obey law of the land, there is no law compared to the law of Allah Azza wa Jal. And that's what we have to remember when we remember death. That's what we should remember when the Malaika will ask, who's your Rabb? Can I answer that by doing all the things Again, that take the rububiyyah away from Allah Azza wa Jal and say, my Rabb is Allah, while I was taking the, my ulama as the Rabb, or my desires as the Rabb, and following all those things except what Allah Azza wa Jal revealed. Yes, this pandemic reminds us of the death. But we also know that the only entity that controls life and death is Allah Azza wa Jal. Nobody can die before it's time for him to die. And nobody can live a single second more than what Allah has given to him. Allah Azza wa says, وَلَكُلِّ أُمَّةٍ أَجَلٍ فَإِذَا جَاءَ أَجَلُهُمْ لَا يَسْتَخِرُونَ سَعَةٍ وَلَا يَسْتَقْدِمُونَ When the time for the death comes, you cannot move forward or take it backwards. That's written by Allah Azza wa Jal. And Allah is the only one who's aware of that. We are accountable in front of Allah. Who are yuhi wa yumid wa ilayhi turja'oon? He is the one who gives life. He is the one who gives death. And he is the one we are all, you are all returning to. We are all returning to Allah Azza wa Jal. So when we are returning to Allah Azza wa Jal, we better have an answer to Allah Azza wa Jal about what we have done. Did we really believe in the rububiyyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Did we really worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as our Rabb? Or did we make our desires as our Rabb? Did we really make Rasulullah as our messenger to convey the message of Islam to, to live by? Because these are the questions that we ask. This is, I'm talking about the first three questions you will be asked in the, in the grave. Who's your messenger? Who's your, who's your Rabb? Who's your messenger? What is your deen? So if we did not live our life according to Islam, not only then, on top of it today, the ideas are thrown at us as if Islam is only limited to my individual life, or religion is only something to the, to the individual. 
And unfortunately, many of us today are celebrating the Biden is going to win as if the Messiah has descended from the heavens. While he has already said very clearly in his pre-victory speech about that he is for by the people, for the people, from the people, whatever this, uh, these ideas are, or of the people. And he will make sure the laws are made by these people only. We don't realize that what it means. Unfortunately, we have got to the point in our deen because Islam is not implemented in our lives. We haven't seen Islam implemented. We haven't seen Islam as a way of life. We haven't seen our lives that Islam provides a political system as well. As a Muslim, we have to be politically active, no doubt. Yes, because Rasulullah said, Banu Israel were ruled by, they were Anbiya. their life affairs, siyasa was taken care by the Anbiya. One prophet used to die and the second used to take over. There will be no prophet after me, Rasulullah said, but there will be Khulafa who will be implementing the deen of Allah Azza wa follow them. That's siyasa of the prophets was not choosing the lesser of the evil and celebrate and go to sleep for four years now and let them take care of the affairs of the world. Those Ambiya came, so we take care of the affairs of the world by the commands of Allah Azza wa not by the commands of the people. So the people will see the real justice of Islam. And that's what it means by when we talk about thinking about death, that when we die and when we ask these questions, who is your who is your Rabb? So we can answer, inshaAllah, with all confidence. My Rabb is Allah Azza wa Jal because He is the one who runs the life affairs in, in this dunya and akhir and everywhere else. Whatever runs in this dunya, He is the one who runs. That I have been given this partial thing that go and implement them. And I can say that yes, Muhammad sallallahu is my messenger. Because he is the one who brought the message to me. And I can say, inshallah, and we can all say, inshallah, with full confidence, yes, my way of life, my deen was Islam, because this is how we live by, this is how we told the others to live by. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all firm in our answers on the day, in, in, the, in, the, in our grave and on the day of judgment, inshallah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.